Hi there, welcome to Coaches on a Mission, the place to be if you're a coach and you wanna make more money and help more people without forgetting who you really are. So let's kick this episode off with a question. Do you ever feel like people love the work you do yet mm, nobody wants to pay for it? This was the case for today's guest. Her name is Jill Valdez. Now Jill, she loves helping small business owners bring out the best in their teams in order to optimize performance and of course productivity. In fact, Jill loves helping people so much that she's always giving her services away for free. So what Jill needed was some concrete tools to move out of the free help zone and into the hired consultant zone. This conversation was so much fun because we didn't have to change much. Just by adding a few tweaks to Jill's discovery session process, we really set her up to turn fans into paying clients without any weirdness. So let's dive in because this conversation, it just is oh so good. But before we do, here's one last reminder to go and take the superpower quiz at dallastravers.com slash quiz. We've taken a lot of time to curate really a bespoke experience for you where you can access very specific podcast playlists that are designed to meet you where you're at in your business and help you take things to the very next level. But we need to identify where you're at first and the superpower quiz will help you do that. So again, the link is dallastravers.com slash quiz. And now here's Jill. Hi, Jill. Welcome to this podcast. I'm excited to dive in. Thanks, Dallas. It's great to be here. I'm so excited to be talking with you today. This is going to be fun because a lot of times the volunteers on the show are actually members. And mm -hmm. you and I just met like 11 minutes ago. So this yeah. is going to be really fun for me. <laughs> great. I'm looking forward to it. So tell us, what do you want to walk away with from our time together today? So my big thing that I've been experiencing in the last year is that when I talk with people, I love helping people, right? Like it, that's all over my website. That's who I am. I love helping people. But in doing so, I've walked away from multiple conversations with having helped somebody, not helping them, you know, like overcome everything, but helping them enough to be able to be like, wow, that was a great conversation. Thank you so much. And then... I don't ask them to work with me. And somebody was describing it as, oh, you got put in the friend zone. So right. I want to get out of the friend zone. And this has been a pattern. So you realize there's something in the way that you're showing up that's yes. contributing to the pattern. 100%, yes. Okay. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. So tell me and our listeners a little bit more about your audience and what yeah. it is you're so good at helping them with. <laughs> so I hang out on LinkedIn. Who I love to work with is these smaller businesses that are like service providers that are struggling with kind of getting to that next level. And what they fail to recognize is they keep spending all this time and putting energy into ideas of how to improve marketing when really it's all about the people. If they did some different things to activate what I say, activate their staff, they would get to that next level that they're hoping for. It's so cool that you say that because what I ob observe often with my audience is they spend a lot of time solving the wrong problem. And it sounds like it's similar with your audience. hundred percent. Right? Okay. So paint the picture for me, Jill. Give me an example of 
an average, hey, could you help me with this conversation? How does it start? Where does it go? I really want to, I want to dig into this here. So a lot of times it will be, you know, we've been messaging back and forth because I want to get to know them better, get to know a little bit more about what's going on with them. And then I'll make the suggestion of we should take this offline. Let's have a Zoom. I'd love to hear more about what's, what's going on for you. In starting that conversation, it's usually, you know, when you think about where you want to be in a year from now, what does that look like for you? Like, what is paradise for you? What is, what is your dream? And mm-hmm. so then when we start talking about what's the paradise and then what is keeping them from getting there, then I'll typically glob onto something and be able to say, well, have you thought about this? And we start talking about an option of something that they could try even when I'm just talking, like if I'm really trying to stay focused and be like, okay, this is a sales call. This is a sales call. And I talk about how I've helped another client in a similar situation. Then they're like, well, how did you do that? And we start talking about how I did that. And then they're like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And I could try that and blah, blah, blah. And before I know it, I've given them enough value to where they're like, that's so helpful. I have that, you know, sometimes people are like that one step of action that I can take and try. And they think it's, of course, it's going to solve everything, but, and then they go on and then all the conversations are, how's it going? You know, I'll, I'll check in with them. And then at some point, like after, you know, the second or third check-in call or message, it just feels awkward, right? Really? <laughs> like to be like, Hey, so how about we work you together? Right. Like you owe me. <laughs> so do you ever present the invitation or are you kind of beating around the bush here? I'm pretty sure that I beat around the bush. Yeah. Sometimes I am like, what is it in my head? I think that my expectation, and my husband will tell you, I have very unrealistic expectations. Okay. So I think my expectation is that they're going to say, wow, this is amazing. I want to work with you. Like when I first started my agency, I really thought that my phone would be ringing off the hook because people would find out that I'm available to work with them. Obviously, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, see, here's the thing, like those of us who are entrepreneurial and coaches or consultants, Mm -hmm. we are the type of people who get a little bit of value and understand that it's the tip of the iceberg. And of course, we then ask for more. And therefore, it's easy to assume that everybody else is like that. And the truth is, most people, they need an explicit invitation. It's almost like they need permission. I'd love to just approach this maybe with a before, a during, and an after. Pinpoint some tiny places where you can set a different expectation and therefore force yourself to actually present the invitation instead of just imply the invitation. That's so good. I'm taking massive notes. It should be obvious and it's not. So the first thing, I'm going to tell you a little story to illustrate this point. So In a past life, my very first business was a marketing service for actors. I helped actors find representation. My office was in West Los Angeles, not the most convenient place for people to get to, especially actors. A lot of them lived in the Valley, and they had to schlep to West LA. At the time, I had interns working for me. It was just this like cute little boutique thing I had going on. Anyhow, I remember one day I had... I don't know, three or four consults in a row. My intern was in the room doing work. At the end of these three consults, she turned to me, her name was Dina, and she said, 
wow, I've never seen someone who was such a good salesperson. She was in awe at my, air quotes here, selling abilities. And I was floored. I couldn't believe that she thought I was selling. It had Mm. never occurred to me that I was selling anything. And here's why. I assumed the yes. So this is your first step. Right now, you're also making an assumption when someone reaches out to say, hey, could you help me with this? That Mm -hmm. assumption is, okay, they need a little help. Now we're just going to change that to, oh, great, they're interested in hiring me. Your energy will be different. In my mind, I honestly felt like who on earth is going to drive all the way from Studio City to West Los Angeles to find out if they want to hire me? I honestly thought they already knew that they wanted in or they wouldn't bother to come. Right. Right. And so like presenting the invitation was just so natural or weird not to if we all know that they're there to get the thing I'm offering. So play the game of conscientiously assuming the yes. That's a pretty fun one. Now, the other thing, and let's come up with good language for you around this. We need to set the intention as part of the agreement about hopping on Zoom. So it sounds like, correct me if I'm wrong here, but my understanding, Jill, is there's a connection on LinkedIn. Someone asks you a question. There's a bit of back and forth on LinkedIn. And then you say, hey, we should hop on Zoom and take this further. Is that all accurate? Yep. Great. So I wonder if the language, I'm going to give it the first try and then I want you to make it your own. I wonder if the language would be something like, I help my clients with this all the time. So let's hop on Zoom to talk this through and talk about whether or not you should become a client or talk about whether or not it makes the most sense for you to hire me. So what would your version of that be? I help my clients with this all the time. Let's let's take the time to talk this through to see... I would probably say something like to see how I can provide that same service for you. Right. What's coming up for me, I'm going to make up an example that may be totally off base, but let's just say you're helping me a little bit with how to motivate like a rotten apple on my team because so we're having a bit of a conversation around that and we're making some headway where you would normally say, hey, we should hop on Zoom to take this further. Mm -hmm. I would still say that, hey, we should hop on Zoom to take this further. In fact, it's work I do with my clients all the time. Mm -hmm. I'd love to close the loop on this conversation and talk about whether or not it makes sense for us to work together. That way it's not like totally this bait and switch where you're like, okay, now I'm going to hop on Zoom and I'm going to sell to you. It's like, great. Let's hop on Zoom so we can close the loop on this piece and then also talk about whether or not it makes sense like for me to bring you on as an ongoing client or for you to hire me to X, Y, Z. That is so good. You will get fewer people responding, okay? Like people are going to start ghosting a little bit and that's fine. But now the people who say yes, they know really what they're saying yes to. But the best part is, guess who now has to talk about getting hired? You. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. because then it makes sense because I've said, Like they're expecting that. It's a part of their expectation of the conversation. 
Yes. Is that I am going to be talking about that. And in fact, skipping that step now becomes a disservice. Instead of like, ooh, should I make the move? Like, is today the day that I make the move? (laughs) Wouldn't it be great if you could just build your business focusing on your strengths? I see too many coaches struggling to fit into a certain mold and they ignore the easy path. So let's put an end to that. What I want you to do is go to dallastravers.com slash quiz. I've put together a 45 second superpower quiz designed to reveal two things. Number one, the very next step in your business, whether that's list building, client attraction, or scaling with a course. And number two, the natural strength you possess to help you accomplish that task. When you get your results, you'll also get a custom built toolkit with actionable items you can put in place right away to finally make this growth path simpler because you're doing what you do best. So the link again is dallastravers.com slash quiz. Go and check it out and then let me know on Instagram how you scored. So... We're assuming the yes. No one's going to drive all the way from Studio City. No one's going to log into LinkedIn and respond to you unless they actually want to work with you. Number two, we're just crafting, setting a different intention for the Zoom call so they expect to talk about working together. Number three, now when you hop on Zoom, so that's the before. Now mm-hmm. we're talking about the during. I have to do it again for myself. Otherwise, I'm just going to chicken out. So the doing it again yes. is, <laughs> let's just check in really quickly to make sure we get to everything we want to. Over LinkedIn, we talked about this rotten apple on your team. And so I'd love to close the loop on how to X, Y, Z. And then let's talk about whether or not it makes sense for us to actually work together in a more official capacity. Sound good? They will say yes. If they're there, they will say yes to that. Yeah, so good. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Like, I'm so excited. I can't wait to get it on LinkedIn. Yay. Oh. Let's take a step back and loop our listeners in for a second because right. we are all in business because we want to help people. That's what we do. And I think because service is our number one value, it's easy to somehow fall into this faulty thinking that charging for it, that there's a rub or it's wrong, or it's the second priority instead of the first. What I have come to learn the hard way is not charging is such a massive disservice because people, you said it, people think they got everything from you when, are you kidding me? (laughs) You you gave them just enough to make them dangerous. Like if what you love is helping people, we all have to get behind the truth That is, a little bit of help is actually harm. The way we really make change is when people invest in their own transformation. And if you have a problem charging for that, donate all of the money to your favorite (laughs) cause. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. (laughs) I'm not one of those people. All right, so you and I have hopped on Zoom. You've set the intention. Now we get to close the loop. So this is where things get require a little more practice. And maybe not for you, but I think it's really valuable to plant seeds about other clients when you're speaking, when you're troubleshooting. As often as it makes sense to reference other clients, do that. But then when people say, oh, 
How? Tell me how they did that. What I recommend is answering in your own version of this. That's a bigger conversation, right? Or like, oh, that process took a while to unfold. I don't want to just give you a bit to make you dangerous, right? Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to create confusion, but a good place to get started would be to think about X, Y, and Z. So the framework of that is like, I'm not just going to dangle a carrot and then withhold. Let me explain like, oh, that's like, that actually took a couple of months to work out, right? Or that really involves a lot of inner exploration. But let me get you started with this tangible tip. It's just a very clear and conscious way to remind them of the boundary. Oh, boundary. That's such a great word, right? Like, that's what hasn't been said is there mm-hmm. is no boundary of what I'll do of the conversation. And yet if there is that boundary, then it's, mm, that's a different conversation. And you'll find your own favorite way to say that. And it'll, sure. it'll be clunky a couple of times before you really get it. Yeah. But you'll find your own version of that. It's like, oh, that's yeah. such a good question. That's actually a really big conversation. But let me get you started with this. So then transitioning to the invitation. Where do you feel stuck or confused or shy around that? Again, going back to probably just needing a mindset shift of not feeling bad about not feeling salesy about shifting the conversation to say, let's talk about how we can work together. So my feedback around that is you really have to lead this conversation Instead of, all right, let's talk about it. And then Hmm. like, what questions do you have? It can't be vague. You've got to show them that you, that you are a leader. So your own version of, okay, great. I'm so glad we had a chance to talk about the rotten apple on your team. Right. To talk about this thing. As I promised, right, let's talk about what working together might look like. And then you move right into, here's where I see I can help you. And it's offering them a bit of a prescription. If the conversation started with, you know, I'm just struggling with this rotten apple and I need to figure out what to do. And I can kind of give them tips and pointers on what they can do. But in the conversation, obviously it it shows that there's something bigger. But Mm -hmm. if, if the conversation was just about how to resolve this issue about the rotten apple, then how do I take it from being... So we've talked about the rotten apple, but in all reality, there's much more going on that maybe we should be talking about. Why don't you say that? Because I'm totally afraid that they're going to get offended. I'm just sitting with that because I can totally relate. And yet the truth is that you're like you're trying to help them. They knew you were going to offer your, your services at a pay. It, it's a different context. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Then perhaps in the past, but maybe the way, the best way in is to again, reference other clients. So it might be something like, instead of, I know everything about your business from this one conversation that we've had. Okay. So we talked about the rotten apple and I'm excited to see you implement this piece. Let's now shift gears and talk about how I could help you moving forward. This may not resonate, but I have a feeling There's more going on here because it's what I see so often with my clients. And then like blaming it on another client instead of saying like, you're probably making this mistake as a leader and you don't have an onboarding process and like all of these, you're not leveraging your team. Just like, (laughs) this is what I see happening (laughs) with other clients. 
And so what I've been able to help them do is A, B, and C, which has allowed them to X, Y, and Z. Right. And I really think we could do the same for your business. And then we say, how does that sound? And then, Jill, you have to stop talking. Take a drink of water. That's what I used to do when I was still getting comfortable with sales conversations. I'd be like, how does that sound? And glug, 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 <laughs> so that I couldn't keep talking. I think for those of us who love serving, it's easy to forget the importance of tension. If I don't feel at least a little bit uncomfortable, I am not going to change. I promise right. you. Right. So when we present an invitation to hire you, the client has to feel tension or they won't say yes to changing, but we feel their tension and want to relieve the tension, right? Yes, it's so exactly. uncomfortable. Like, let me keep talking so I can yeah. keep fixing your problems so that, oh, by the time we're done, you don't have to pay me. <laughs> yeah, so that yeah. you can feel too full. So just like forcing yourself to stop talking, right? How does that sound? And then like shove a cookie in your mouth or... <laughs> <laughs> whatever you need to do to let them be in the necessary tension. Oh. So tension and pressure are two different things, right? Tension comes right. from inside of me. Mm-hmm. Pressure comes from outside. So you're not putting pressure on them, but you're letting no. them feel the tension that comes with a decision. That is amazing. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. I hope that I'm not the only person who has this issue because <laughs> this is so amazing. Like, that just totally shifts everything. The mm-hmm. idea that of, of having those conversations and not having to think through like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get them to want to work with me? It just, the expectation that we're going to even talk about that. Yes. Like that, it may very well be that I don't have as many conversations, but I'm kind of okay with that. Mm-hmm. Like I would rather have conversations that are going to end with the possibility of of it becoming a client. Oh, 100%. Because this starts to eat away at your confidence. I don't know if you're there yet, but boy, if you're having all of these discovery sessions, which is what you're doing, even though you're not really presenting an offer and no one hires you, like talk about beginning to ask the existential questions of, am I even good enough for this? Do people even want this? What have I gotten myself into? Yeah. The question is, is, am I really offering anything of value? Because people love having conversation with me. They say that it's been helpful, but then nobody's wanting to hire me. So maybe I'm not thinking that I have anything of of value to offer. When in fact, for most of us, it's because we actually haven't made an offer. We've implied one, maybe. So we got to like, whoever your friend was who said this, we got to get, you have to step out of the friend zone. No one else is going to pull you out of it. You got (laughs) to step out of the friend zone. Oh, Dallas, this is amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. So will you try this out this week and let me know how it goes? Yes, 100%. Yeah. Great. Well, boy, if you had to pick one big takeaway from our conversation, what would it be? It was step number two of setting the intention. So that's always my thing is I still want to be me. I don't want to be somebody fake. So I still get to be me and say, hey, I'd love to talk to you about this. And after we close the loop on this, let's talk about if it makes sense for you to work with me. It's just a, it's, it's living in the world of and. It's not an or. And I love that. That was definitely my biggest takeaway. 
I'm so glad. This was, I love selling. So this was a super <laughs> fun conversation for me. So thank you Good. so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coaches on a Mission. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, and review. Do all of the things <laughs> to show your support for this show. It is so helpful for us, and it also helps other coaches find this show. If you want to take this episode further, please follow me on Instagram. I'm Dallas Travers Biz Mentor, and every week I turn our episode into a week-long mini course on my Instagram page. It's designed to help you apply what we talk about during the episode to your business in a super tangible way. So let's be Insta friends. Head on over to Instagram and look for my new handle. Again, it's Dallas Travers biz mentor. You can do that now and you just might find some funny reels while you're there. So believe me when I tell you it'll be worth it. Okay. Thanks again for tuning in. I truly appreciate that you make time to listen to this show and I hope you have a wonderful week.